0: Story Kids would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters, and culture. We pay our respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging.
1: This episode is brought to you by the City of Melbourne.
0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Story Kids, where we talk to young people about their stories and bring them to life with amazing actors and sound
1: designers. My name's Amelia. And I'm Verity. And today's young author is Inez. She's 11 and goes to primary school in Melbourne. She's written an awesome story called Where Are They Now? She originally wrote it for her school paper in a section where they reimagined famous fairy tales and she chose to look at what Goldilocks's life might look like after her disastrous break-in. The action takes place in the happy little woodland
0: animal forest amidst a live TV show that tracks down famous fairy tale characters. There's a nice little twist where one of the important people from Goldilocks' distant past arrives to confront her on national television. Let's hand over to our actor friends Lucy Durack and Don Honey and our sound wizard Russell Goldsmith, who are working to bring Where Are They Now to life.
2: Where Are They Now?
3: The TV anchor took the stage, stroking his thick black beard. Hi, folks. It's time for our special edition... Where are they now? As we find out what's happened to your favorite fairy tale characters. Over to you, fairy tale correspondent.
2: Thanks, Bill. Well, today I met with Goldilocks. All we knew here at Channel 101 News was that she was wanted all over the forest, a highly sought after criminal. Ten years after the three bears' break in, we finally found her.
3: Smiled Judy, the chestnut haired fairy tale correspondent.
2: Find out the juicy details after the break.
3: An ad for Daniel's Dog Food On The Go jingled. For the
2: pretty little puppy that you know, it's Daniel's Dog Food On The Go.
3: Well, Judy, well, what's happened to her? The TV anchor gasped.
2: Quiet, Bill, I'm speaking. You're not even meant to be on stage,
3: was the curt reply as the director whispered. Three,
2: two, one, you're on. Hi again, people of Happy Little Woodland Animals Forest. If you missed it, we've been talking about Goldilocks. Where is she now? Well, she's now the founder of an activist group, TPH, The Porridge Haters. Currently, she's the only member.
3: The woman paused before continuing brightly.
2: Here is our live interview with the lady herself. Please welcome Goldilocks.
3: The crowd watching live was silent, but for the clapping of the cameraman. Goldilocks stormed on stage, grabbing the microphone off the news reporter.
2: Am I on the telly?
3: She snarled into it, flicking her rather yellowed and greasy hair.
2: Oh, um, yes, Miss, uh, Miss Locks.
3: The unfortunate reporter stuttered, confused.
2: Well, right, you've seen this now. I speak for the porridge eaters. Porridge is bad.
3: Goldilocks stopped. It seemed she couldn't think of any more adjectives to describe porridge.
2: Bad. Like, really bad. It, it, like, it hurts people and all that.
3: The interviewer nodded.
2: Yes, right. So, here today we have another very Special guest good morning baby bear
3: the crowd burst into rapturous applause baby bear strode onto the set dressed in a suit with his fur immaculately combed good morning animals and people of the forest the reporter smiled hugely but goldilocks grimaced and stuck her two grimy fingers down her throat <laughs> seeing this The crowd booed, but their claps were soon revived by Baby Bear's winning smile.
2: So, Baby Bear,
3: chattered the interviewer,
2: you're not much of a baby anymore, are you? (gasps) Oh,
3: no! Baby Bear exclaimed in mock horror. In fact, he said as he leaned toward the audience, adopting a more confidential tone. I'm 48. His surprising honesty seemed to woo the people more, and they clapped again. The reporter was about to say something, but was interrupted by Baby Bear. And now, Woodlandians,
2: for the real reason that I am here. Real reason?
3: Squeaked the interviewer. Oh yes, grinned the bear. I have come to arrest Miss Goldilocks. Goldilocks's eyes widened momentarily, but then she laughed evilly.
2: Not so fast.
3: She grabbed her glass of water and threw it at Baby Bear, but she missed. It shattered on the floor. (sighs) The reporter fainted as two burly police rats grabbed Goldilocks and hauled her off of the set. Well, go away with
2: this,
3: cried our porridge activist. Amid the chaos, Bill, the TV anchor, raced on stage. Folks, that's all from Judy and her team. See you next week. His face became obscured by an ad for Angelina Ducks Fairy Cakes. Cut yelled the director.
1: Hi Inez, thanks for talking to us. Why don't you start by telling us why Goldilocks hates porridge so much?
4: Um well you could say it's really changed her life negatively. It's turned everything upside down. She's had some name changes. Um she's had to stay on the cover. She's been wanted all over the forest.
5: What what makes Goldilocks so mean? How does she end up the way she does?
4: Well, she was obviously, she committed a crime. Um, she's really disliked by everyone except the camera operator. I think she just, maybe she's gotten used to being disliked. Maybe she just doesn't want to be liked anymore. But it's really, again, it's open to interpretation.
5: So it's kind of a story about what can happen to you if you make a bad decision.
4: This sounds very moralistic. Never do this, kids. Never do this.
5: Isn't that what uh, fairy tales are all about?
4: I suppose. That's a good way of looking at it. I've heard some really excellent stories about excellent retellings of fairy tales, and I really thought that it would be really cool to do something like that.
5: So that gave you sort of an inspiration to, um, to come up with your own ideas?
4: Yeah, I think it's so good to just chop and change and really make things your own when you're... Doing stories and a lot of people probably call it copying, but it's not really copying because it's so I've really made it very different and I'm proud of that.
5: Absolutely. And I think what we could call that is taking inspiration. Yep. Yeah? And maybe there'll be kids out there who'll listen to your story who will take inspiration from this story and write their own version of a fairy tale. And I you would really love hope that. So. Yeah, I really
4: hope so. Look, I think I take a lot of inspiration from my reading, what I read. I read to steal ideas, I read to change ideas. <laughs> um like, I just think it's really important if you wanna to write to try and read a bit to see how other people other how other people would write, to get ideas for your own writing, to get ideas for your own illustrating if you like illustrating. Fantastic.
5: And what tell us about the books you like to read? Anything.
4: Absolutely anything. I really think if if you're committed to a genre or an author
5: or something like that,
4: then it really limits your reading borders or
5: and did you make any changes to this story while you were going along?
4: I was writing it from the point of view as if I was the reporter, which was interesting. We didn't meet Gordie cool Locks. We didn't really meet Baby Bear. I had some stuff in there about Mama and Papa Bear that I liked.
5: Because um, so, I was wondering how, you know, if Baby Bear is 48, how old are Mama and Papa Bear? So um, <laughs> wait, this, this was the funny part, which I, I don't I, – We've got I time just, in there so we can put it back in.
4: Yes, okay. Can we do that? <laughs> yeah the reporter, she can't really go off track and start suddenly talking about mum and papa, but, can she? So no. I think when, when you're changing writing, it's really important, even if, even if there are things that you like, if you're happy with the rest of the story, sometimes you have to cut things out.
5: So tell me about, about how, how you feel when you're writing and when you're expressing yourself.
4: I think, um, well, I really get absorbed in the story. I think writing is so important to express your points of view. And I found that, especially when I was writing for the school paper, which I've been talking about, um, I think you
5: can really, you can really sort of carve a little path and make people see what you think about topics. Do you think this is something that you're going to do for a job? I would love to do that, and I would love to do something involving writing.
0: That's the end of our time with Inez, but it doesn't have to be the end of your creative time. We hope this has inspired you to write your own story draw a picture, or even record an episode. For more ideas, get your favourite grown-ups to follow us on Facebook or Instagram.
1: This episode is written and created by me, Amelia Christo, and Verity Hunt-Ballard, and put together by Russell Goldsmith. Many thanks to Lucy Durack, Don Honey, and our special guest, Inez. This episode was brought to you by the City of Melbourne's COVID-19 Arts Grant. Thanks for listening, and remember... There are so many ways to be a Story Kid.
0: Story Kid